everyone, and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street. A monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash A Nightmare on Fear Street or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Today we're covering 28 Days Later with our guest, Sylvester Barzi. You might remember that name from last season where he had his fabulous wife on to cover people under the stairs. So we're excited to have Sylvester on this season. Yay! Hey. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to apologize right now because my wife's probably a way better guest than I am. So... <laughs> Wait a minute, that bar. It's not a competition here on Fear Street. We love everyone. Oh, uh, <laughs> in our house. We compete about everything. Christmas gifts, birthday gifts, it's all competition. Listen, somebody gets a blender, somebody gets a Miata, you know who your favorite is. <laughs> but yeah, 28 Days Later kicks off our month of February, where we are watching movies where Black people actually make it to the end of the movie. I know, right? <laughs> we chose four of the few. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, y'all, yeah y'all sit down so we know you're shocked. Right? We don't want to have to call 911. It's all right. Because yeah. I know that people were like, why is this in her February? And I'm like, because Selena. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. deserves this movie for sure. Selena she deserved a, she deserved her own movie. Like the fact for that sure. Marvel or DC didn't roll over here and be like, Selena, you're the season. Let's go. Get that video symbol behind you. It's fine. <laughs> yes. So, okay. So this is your first time on the show, Sylvester. Yes, it is. So we're going to do our usuals. Uh, number one, what's your favorite scary movie? Okay, so I got two because I'm addicted to slashers and my favorite slasher is Scream. But, you know, zombies are my life. So Train to Busan is like my favorite zombie movie. It so shifts good. back and forth between Train to Busan and Day of the Dead. Ooh, okay. That's a good one. I like it. Train to Busan um, is magic. Like, I don't understand. So I don't good. understand. I agree. Like, I'm so sad. Like, I've never been sad at a zombie movie before. <laughs> so, yeah. It was a roller coaster of emotions, that mm-hmm. train. Because you're like, they're on a train. What can we do? And they were like, we could take you on a journey, bitch. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, most definitely. Because, like, when I first saw it, I was just like, okay, it's on a train. Because I saw a zombie movie where it was on a plane. And that was not train. <laughs> so I was a little worried. I was just like, okay. But yeah, it's a ride. <laughs> yes, it's a great movie. So, slashers and zombies are those your favorite oh, sub yeah. genres? Slashers and zombies. People gotta die bloody. People gotta die fast. I love it. Love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. What is your horror origin story? What got you started in this crazy ass genre that we all love? So, I tell this story a lot. One day, one of my sisters will listen to this podcast and they'll probably confront me. But, um, <laughs> I grew up, I was like terrified of horror as a kid. And I remember distinctly sitting down with my sisters to watch uh, Candyman. And Candyman was like my, he was my boogeyman because I grew up in the projects. So like that little bathroom, park bathroom, I could see that from my window. So like I was never going to go camping. So I wasn't going to run into Jason and I don't live on Elm Street. So I didn't care about Freddy, but Candyman, I was like, he going to get me. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> and in our apartment, we had the one bathroom that had like a light switch outside. So I was like movie done. I was like, I'm going to the bathroom as dumb as I was. And I went into the bathroom and they grabbed the door, turned off the lights. And like, I can't even, I can't. <laughs> so horror, loving horror became a survival technique for me because it was either like love it or, you know, pay for therapy. I ain't got money. So. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. And who decides to put light switches on the outside of the bathrooms? I don't understand. Yeah. This I don't know. Logic I don't know. It was definitely, is definitely a hiccup in the projects probably because <laughs> it was my building. <laughs> if the contractor don't know what a light switch is <laughs> contractors yeah. like as soon as that light went out i knew i fucked up i was like damn <laughs> what projects you got going on i'm mostly known for my post-apocalyptic zombie series planet dead it's got three books well it's got four books out one's like a novella that's free for everybody 
It's called Planet Dead, the Briggs Boys Mixtape. And me and my wife, we do a podcast called Black Geek Couple, where we just dive into horror and anything we really want to talk about. It's mostly just so I can just kind of like bother my wife. So <laughs> that's, that's what I do. And I am addicted to social media. So you can find me anywhere at Sylvester Barzi. Yeah, at Sylvester Barzi. Yeah, that's it. I'm basic. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, hey, Talk your podcast stuff yes. though too, so they can follow that as well. Oh yeah, it's at Black Geek Couple Podcast. Yeah, that's that should be it. <laughs> and, can they, and can they find it wherever like all the other yeah. podcasts are? Mm-hmm. Apple, yeah, Spotify, we yeah that. we 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 should be everywhere. I'm not a pro at podcasting, so when I saw that I was on Apple, I was like, oh snap! I must be <laughs> right. <laughs> People don't know if you just go to Anchor. Anchor does yeah. it all for you. Right. Yeah, that's what I did. Some content, right? Yeah, that's what I did. Cause like one day I was like, well, let me search to see if I'm on Apple, and I saw. I was like, okay, I'm fancy. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now there's very few things Anchor wants to throw you at, um, yeah. and like those are easy enough to do usually. Yeah. I had, we had friends. We started out, and they were like, "You're using Anchor. I hear it's free." And I'm like, "Yeah, right, bitch, it is." <laughs> they are like paying for stuff and getting on half the things. I'm like, "Yeah, I love wrong. Anchor. Anchor yeah, right. is amazing. I probably wouldn't be podcasting if I had to use anything else." Same. If Anchor folds tomorrow, we ain't got no show. I'm not. I'm just not gonna lie to y'all. <laughs> I will not be doing this extra work. I'm like, like, it was good. Long, <laughs> it was great. Uh, we had a great time. thing, everybody. I know it was fun. <laughs> See y'all on his Twitter. That's where we do the things now. <laughs> Just tweeting arguments back and forth. No, I hate the babysitter trend. We had to find like find our own signatures because no one would know which was which. Would just be like nightmare. Uh, she is straight talking to herself. <laughs> Oh, that's a, she's arguing with Trent. Okay. Uh, okay. Like old times. <laughs> right? That movie Too Dark, Ed Michere. It loses something. It loses something. It's not real time. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, let's get down into 28 Days Later, because I know we got lots to talk about. You got zombies. You got rape armies. You got mm-hmm. amazing characters. You've got fun times. Let's get into it. Speaking of, I'm going to put out that content warning right now, <laughs> but there is a sexual assault situation trying to happen in this movie, and that is some of my notes. So- like we just tweeted <laughs> over rape armies. He's like, we got zombies. We got rape armies. Right? I'm going to go ahead and... I'm going to pull that thread right here, right now. So if this is not for you, you can go ahead and like exit. (laughs) I got thoughts. I got so many thoughts. Thoughts and things and thoughts and things. All right. Listen. The first thing that I liked about the movie or hated about the movie was those people that broke into the laboratory so they could free the monkeys. They're like the PETA-esque people. Mm -hmm. I liked how they made them the villains because they really did just kind of fuck the whole world up. Everything just fell apart because they didn't want to listen to the doctor. So that's that's one thing that stood out to me. And the infecting the monkeys with rage. Mm-hmm. How does one go about infecting something with rage? Because I feel like if you can infect something with rage, you should be working on infecting us with happiness. <laughs> joy. Anxiety. Yeah, joy. Like, infect me with something that's going to make me like the rock. Like, I don't see why you <laughs> rage. I don't understand. Right. Inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> Energy. Creativity. That's a, that's a very people thing to be like, let's do this, but only if we get ended badly. Yeah. Like, let's not make people better. Let's not make us smarter. Let's not make well, us let's healthier. Let's all 30 of these monkeys down and show them terrible things. That won't end wrong. Like, right. right? Yeah, right? it's like... Well, that was an interesting part of it, and I did like the the fact that PETA was essentially the enemy. <laughs> um, I didn't think that, like, uh, this movie is nearly two hours long. Yeah. And Ray and I are on record many, 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 many times as the, the hot spot is an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And I really don't think I needed that scene. I mean, I get they wanted to introduce us to the idea that these zombies weren't, like, risen from the dead they were you know just people who were infected with this virus which is hello <laughs> but like i don't think i needed to see where that virus came from for me to understand that it was a virus is that like you know so you think you think you would have been fine with him him just waking up in the hospital 
That's like how the I'm Walking like, Dead. Ooh, all the nods came out. <laughs> it worked for The Walking Dead. Let me tell you right here, right now. It's like, oh no, Rick woke up in a zombie apocalypse. Let's tune in next week for a few years and then quit right. slowly. <laughs> so, as a writer, I'm always worried that people are like, oh, you stole from The Walking Dead. But I would like to throw this out right now. Walking Dead stole from 28 Days Later because there's like a whole year gap between the first Walking Dead comic book and when 28 Days Later came out. So I'm like, there you go, go, Robert Kerman. You stole (laughs) (laughs) this. When we were in school in Warrensburg, Missouri, like two days ago, because we're babies, there was a rumor (laughs) that like this script was stolen from a writer that used to go like somewhere in Missouri to one of those schools. Oh, yeah. And I was trying to Google it to see if anything ever happened with that or if it was just like an urban legend. And it doesn't come up because they were so busy talking about how (laughs) The Walking Dead ripped this off. (laughs) Yeah. Because the, the Walking Dead ripped off the whole opening as just like Rick wakes up in the hospital in a coma, and then you're just like you can watch it shot by shot. You're kind of like, damn, right? <laughs> Except I, you know, Rick wasn't butt ass naked in the hospital. <laughs> okay, let's talk about that because I got thoughts, and I know Sheree does too. I do, but while we're here on this moment, I want to say that I love that America stole this opening and then cast a British actor and made him American. <laughs> Coral. 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 <laughs> Coral. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we're going to steal everything, but change your accent real quick so nobody knows. <laughs> okay, so, but this nudity. So, Sheree and I talk all the time about there's female nudity left and right, unneeded in this genre. And I, I remember, because I, I, I have not seen this until since it came out almost 20 years ago at this point. And I, would, I remember being a little like, 15, 16 year old little gay boy Trent. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's a naked man on my screen. <laughs> and I was shocked. Like, this is for me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was also like, why am I shocked? Because there's nudity everywhere. It's just never male nudity. And yeah. I kind of appreciate it. Same. Yeah. I, it was also the first time I saw a naked dude in a horror movie. Cause like, especially being a 90s kid, it was all boobs. It was just boobs. And yeah. I was like, oh, Oh my God, I'm gonna not die without seeing somebody also make a man get naked on screen. What? Thank you, you, zombie movie. I love that he could have had a blanket on him. He could have had many things. Nope, he's just, bloop, here I am. That's that's part of my notes is because, like, the fact that he wasn't covered or dressed shows how much little care and respect he was given. If you're just rolling people around naked at your hospital and letting them plug in the machine. Like, I was kind of wondering where his gown was or his blanket or anything. I like. Right? Maybe that's why he woke up. He was cold. Like, I got questions. Like, did you just roll me in here and just dipped? Everybody left? And my mom knows I was here. Does she, did she see me butt-ass naked on the camera? Like, they what were, was going on? They were like, he's in a coma. He don't count. I, it just, again, <laughs> I wondered what, I wonder what the UK's like, insurance situation is. We have to have a certain insurance to get like a gown. Like, is that what we're getting at? Is the classism <laughs> argument happening? Like, I'd be blown away if I went to the doctor over there and there's just like, now get naked. And there was no like, and tie the gown in the back. Right. Like, yeah. nothing. Just like, I would just be like, coming, coming. I would just be like, I'm here for an eye exam. This is not feel right. Like, <laughs> this was extra. I don't. <laughs> Can I see your credentials, please? <laughs> I, I appreciate that he was the only person that got naked the whole movie. Like, yeah, even the shower scene, we have to have. Definitely. It was him. Most definitely. And I was like, thank you, Mr. Murphy. Your ass is going down in history. Thank well, you. Well, it was like, I, I, was, I heard some things about the whole process kind of like having budget issues and like there was the extras that were in the church they didn't even get paid they just had tea and stuff and so maybe they just didn't have enough to pay anybody else to get naked so that's one thing but yeah or maybe he was like okay i'll do it yeah yeah <laughs> naked? what come on I- I will say that, like, from the articles and things I've been reading, a lot of the male actors are fine to get naked. They're just never asked. Yeah. Like, in Game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage was like, all the women are always naked, so at least I can just get naked. And they're like, no, no, Peter, you're fine. You and he's like, yeah, fair is fair. I feel <laughs> like, like guys will just get naked for free. So if it's like, and you're paying me, okay, that's right. fine. Whatever. <laughs> when McSteamy rolled over to Euphoria... Like, he was like, I'm fine to use my real penis. He's like, no, no, you're going to get a fake. And he's like, I'm fine. I'm a better actor. <laughs> it's HBO. Let's do this. Like, no, no. <laughs> and so I, 
Again, I, I just, I don't know why we're all like, get her naked. If she argues too much, fire her ass. But meanwhile, the dudes are like, I'm willing to also be naked if it makes this seem less awkward. <laughs> and they're like, no, protect yourself. I think I would have a complex if I was like, I'm going to get naked. And they're like, no, you need this fake penis. So I'd probably be like, why? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? So offended right now. Oh, <laughs> that's like, my clothes. <laughs> And you know all of us out here with like our mobile devices and smartphones are zooming in and out being like, does it say play school? <laughs> this is a play school penis? This is a play school penis. This ain't real. This ain't him. I'm uncomfortable. It's a play penis. Oh, man. She ain't getting no Mattel boobs, so it's not fair. <laughs> yeah, like I, I heard that there were budget issues. Like I heard, uh, I heard. I can't verify any of this besides, you know, Google or anything, but I'm not about to do that. So I heard that um, the movie originally ended when um, Hannah crashes the car through the gate and it like stop freezes and he ended it like that and then brought it to Fox and Fox was like, oh, we'll give you more money if you want to film a little more. And he's like, all right, yeah, let me film this ending that I don't fully agree with, but yeah. I believe the budget issues because one of my notes is why does this film always look so damn old? What was the reason <laughs> and why? Yeah. And supposedly he was got on record as being like, I wanted to use this one camera to make it look gritty and yeah. urban. And I'm like, or you didn't have any money, just say that. Yeah. Don't lie to me. Like <laughs> it, it definitely like when you see the last shot when they're trying to signal the plane, it's a better camera and stuff because that's the money that Fox gave them. But like when I was re-watching the movie and I saw that unnecessary explosion at the gas station, I was like, that's where your fucking money went. Right? <laughs> like, right. That, guy, that explosion was yeah. like... My, <laughs> I just, they zoomed out. She was like, they did all that for two zombies? <laughs> <laughs> you can't afford to blow people up if you can afford to pay your extras. Yeah. So like... <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah, like I feel like any performer you have on set needs to be getting paid. I don't care. I was. I mean, of course, there's going to be different tiers. Of course, all that. Yeah. But like, if they are giving you them their time, and you need to be giving them something. Some I think it's just kind of like to see how far you can take advantage of them because I know there's some people that will be like, "Oh yeah, I'll I'll go to and be an extra on The Walking Dead for free." So like. Why am I gonna pay you if you said that? Okay. <laughs> listen, listen. I I think it's artists we're just told that we're not worth anything because we need to have our name all over and be getting exposed. Oh, and yeah. maybe still fall That's for a lie it. You're always told. Yeah. Yeah. As creatives. When I stopped writing for free, my life got better. Mm. <laughs> and mm. that's how you also find out who you want to work for because the people who can't pay you are upfront about it instead of right. finding us out later in life after things are published right. and you can have a conversation of well when you can't pay people later in life I would love to circle back or if mm. I'm ever financially stable I like your magazine so maybe I'll circle back then yeah. but I'm not going to do it while we are here in year three of COVID and Omarion's tour and I need to find some income right oh, and I, I mean I will say I, I do kind of see a difference in the in like, because I feel like The Walking Dead and how they, like, got people to be extras as, like, once they got big. Because, of course, those first few seasons, that you should have been paying people. Mm-hmm. But, like, if they want to do it for free and they will do it in, like, I don't really see a huge problem with that. It's when, because it feels like that's more of, like, yeah, a, an attraction to go on when you're at Disney World. Yeah. As opposed to like, I am an artist and I'm looking for a job. Mm-hmm. This is the only thing I can get as an extra. I think that just not offering any money whatsoever is a devaluing situation though. Yeah, true. Because even if it's a small check, because I know if I pull up on a place, they're like $15 per article. I'm like, that's what I can budget with if I know that. Will I write for that? It depends on the person and the article. Because I'm not going to write you like a beautiful three-page essay for $15. I'm just not mm-hmm. right now. I'm sorry. I'm not right. sorry. Resolve right. it. Um, <laughs> um, but it's another thing to be like celebrities who just want to be an extra come on over because they're already eating. But like your typical average Joe who's going to have to drive two days and miss work, yeah. um, you need to go ahead and give them something. Even if it is a $50 or whatever you pay the other extras. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, we're popular. You want in. Come on over. Yeah. But it's free. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. That is definitely true. It's like internships. Like they go to privileged people because they don't want to pay people. That's the biggest yeah. robbery ever internships and then bitches have a straight face and we're like so you didn't do any internships and it's like no i was feeding myself <laughs> yeah i had to live thank you, yeah, you i had a thing called summer no money 
Like, no, that's yeah. robberies. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I do think that this film making the zombies into like a virus situation and not rising from the dead in some like supernatural way made it very realistic and kind yeah. of scarier in that way that it's like, you know, could could you find a cure for these? Because these are actual people. They're not like rotting corpses. They look like your neighbor, you know, with some weird eye makeup on. Yeah. Your neighbor who hadn't showered in like 28 days. <laughs> That's why it's got 28 days later. Right. <laughs> Which I guess that does bring a whole other issue because like you always run into like especially with like zombie series and stuff you have that one person that's like no we can save them even though they got like a whole ass hole in their chest but in 28 days later it's like nobody was like oh well we can save them like when you really could you probably could find a way to save them because <laughs> i bet days you later they're just like just mow them all down it's fine <laughs> That's where I met as a person. I'm just like, no, no, not today, good zombie. That scene when Selena was just like, oh, you got bit? Bye, bitch. I know. You, you got like, she wasn't yeah. like, let me see if I could cut off the hand and maybe like, start. no, she didn't care. She was just like, hack, hack. I was like, ooh. ooh okay. <laughs> I was like, damn, okay. Thanks. I mean, yeah. yeah. Survive. Imagine Jim, because in Jim's head, Jim's like, I don't even know you. You just killed Mark. Mark was with you when I showed up. <laughs> Again, Selena understood the assignment and nobody <laughs> else did. Like, mm -hmm. this movie would have been a different experience had people just listened to the Black woman. Because every step of the way, they're like, no, I'm going to see my family. You all know they're dead. This bitch has been surviving out here in these streets while you were unconscious and naked at the hospital. Maybe you should listen to her. I'm, I'm going to say this. His family should have left that letter at the hospital, you know, maybe on his chest before you Listen. abandoned him in his coma. Maybe over his parts so they can yeah. be warm. Right? <laughs> he would notice that when he woke up. He'd be like, oh, I got a paper cut. What's Those this? 28 days must have been real bad for his parents to leave him in a coma and then go off themselves. I was just like, y'all went you know, real though, far. Like, <laughs> I, I wonder if, because, you know, we've noticed during COVID, when they've like shut hospitals down and people could oh, not visit their loved ones. I wonder if something like that could have happened. And that's, that's, that's definitely possible. I think like after, definitely after experiencing COVID, you look at these movies differently and you see how things might, might work and how things like, cause at first I was just like, Oh, a zombie apocalypse happens. You know, well, we'll be you... smart enough to beat the zombies. No, we're not. <laughs> We're not. Could you imagine waking up from a coma in the middle of COVID? Like you just woke up today and was like, <laughs> "Just put my ass back to sleep." Like, I don't no, even... <laughs> there, was, there was a reality show the first year. I don't know if it was like a different country's Big Brother or yeah. Love Island or what have you, but it was a big debate on if they should tell them because they were like already in the bubble, so they couldn't like leave anyways. So like, should oh. we tell them or should we just let them keep doing what they're doing in this house? And I was like, you bitches are crooked. You are not having this debate and getting dragged in the media. I know you shut up. Shut your shit down. We don't need another big brother. They need to go home and get tissue, apparently, because everybody's taking it from the stores. No, they might need to get toilet paper when they go back. Right? I know, personally, I know I would like that heads up because I had left the country for the first time right before COVID decided to be that girl. So mm -hmm. I was living my best life in France. They're like, you need to bring your ass home. And I'm like, I got, I'm not planning to come back till Tuesday though. And my airline was like, we don't have flights after Sunday. So what do you want to do? And I was like, um, can I get like a little bit of this refunded or we're happy we can get you home. And I was like, I'm not happy to be coming back home. And so I rolled into New York and shit was dead. Like oh, dead, dead. Oh, wow. And then I flew back to Chicago and things were dead and grocery stores were empty. And my roommates were like huddled up like it was like a zombie apocalypse in our apartment. And I was like, nobody told me this is what was happening over here. Because in London, I was eating baguettes and jam and I was living like, my best life. life. <laughs> I could still be doing that. There. With toilet paper. I'm like, toilet paper. old ladies for toilet paper and <laughs> beanie got, beanies and whatnot. <laughs> it got real so fast. It got so real <laughs> Yeah, I, I was working at Walmart when pandemics and things like that happened. Don't get mad at at the Walmart person. I have no idea when the toilet paper is coming in. They they think we're hoarding toilet paper in the back for us. I mean, it's partly true. I did put my toilet paper in the back <laughs> for me, but 
but you did that as like guess what? I also had to put up with your ass. Yeah, I didn't so, put like, any packs. I put my pack. <laughs> <laughs> like, had I still put at the job that I quit like uh, the month before COVID showed up, mm-hmm. I would have definitely been hoarding shit because I was ordering Clorox wipes and like tissues and shit for the whole office. I would have been oh, like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> "Hey, Dion, pull the car up at five thirty. <laughs> we got this. <laughs> we are right. No, it's like we got sharpies, toilet paper, Clorox wipes, <laughs> hand It would have been great. Um, but I quit and I don't regret it. <laughs> I yeah. I wanted this father Frank to die a little bit more every time he yelled at Selena because Selena was trying to be the voice of reason. He's like, no, I'm a white man. And so he would just yell at her. And I'm like, she's she's giving you the truth. You should not leave this apartment. Your daughter been holed up here and you're still alive. I think that's a good sign you should stay here. Yeah. And he's like, no, these people might be alive. It might not be a recording. And so they go out there. And then like she's like, I don't like this. This don't feel like a good setup. He's like, no, I'm still yelling at you. And I'm like, somebody needs to kill him immediately. And then Burn what does Littlefucker do? What did Littlefucker do? Go get infected because he's having a white man tantrum. And so he's kicking shit. And then he got to drop in his eye and he wanted to be like, I'm sorry, I was an asshole. I'm like, it's too late, Frank. Go die. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't understand his tantrum. I didn't I didn't understand that you saw a whole ass body up there. And you and know you how this thing, like, sure. And then you're going to go kick stuff and blood dropped in your eye. And that is like the fastest transformation of a zombie ever. Like, I don't know what kind of super rage this is, but it was crazy. Well, because Selena earlier, right before or right after she killed what's his nuts in the house, she says if they get if they get any kind of blood in their mouth yeah. or in their system, yeah. you have like 11 seconds to kill them before they turn. So it's quick. Yeah. It quit. You got to mm-hmm. go. No, and he was out here kicking shit and trying to get infected. Much like these fools out here right now with no mask on, being like, I'm going to the concert. I mean, oh no, why am I sick? (laughs) (laughs) The shady part about that whole scene was the rape army that was just kind of sitting there watching them. Like, I felt like what they were doing was sizing up whether or not they needed to kill Frank and Jim. And then since Frank are already got infected they were like oh we could probably convince jim to join in our little rape get paid or whatever they want to call it right and and frank was a lot bigger than jim yeah jim was a, is a very small man frank and so they probably thought they could overpower jim if they needed yeah. to mm-hmm. listen um let's go ahead and get into that army first off i always forget that christopher eccleson is this person, <laughs> Major Henry, whatever the fuck? Because yeah. um, he was the ninth doctor, so I should remember that. But he's such a villain in this movie, I think I just disassociate it. You just because... don't connect it to the doctor no more? <laughs> no, I'm just like, no, that was your previous life. And then you like you regenerate it, and we forgot about that. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I always look at this movie, I'm like, oh, no, he's here. He's this person. <laughs> like, it's new information every fucking time. <laughs> well, you know, I think that's a sign of a great performance, honestly. Like, yeah. he's just... The moment you meet him, I'm like, I don't trust you. <laughs> First off, he's in a uniform, and that never ends well for me. Secondly, no. <laughs> he's out here with a bunch of dudes, and we know if nothing else, men are going to find ways to be trash, no matter the circumstances. Mm-hmm. And what are they doing? I promise them women, Jim. And I'm like, you you baby-faced bastard. You, <laughs> you got a whole less army. <laughs> especially the, I was like, oh, this is going to get weird. When they go to the kitchen and the dude that's the cook is in like a real pink flare, frilly apron. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's about to get real weird. <laughs> and he was even like, Hina, can you cook? We need somebody with some flair. I'm like, what made you think this bitch can cook? Also, mm-hmm. she's traumatized. You shot her father in front of her. He was an mm-hmm. asshole, but she ain't dealt with that yet. Give her a moment. Um- <laughs> <laughs> like that. It's just all just wrong. Everything was just wrong about that. I was watching a YouTube video, and then this dude, he he said that the way Jim handled it, you know, when he went running through the house saying, we got to go and all that stuff, what he should have did was just be calm and just go through one night of discomfort. And I was like, one, one night of discomfort. That puts him in danger. This like, is rape. Like, what like, are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, like, no, it, you got. I mean, I don't know that I see what I would have done is I would not have stormed out of that room. I would have said, oh, okay, yeah, I understand. Totally, totally walked out calmly, then quickly walked up the stairs, said, okay, we have to act cool, but we got to go. 
We have to jump out this window. <laughs> right, right. <Listen>. punch something. Because <laughs> like... things had already escalated. Because one of the dudes had already grabbed Selena and took yeah. her knife. Yeah. And so, like, this is not a safe place that people thought it was, which I don't know why they would. Because Selena was like, mm-mm. Yeah. There's too many fools in uniform. And they I were like, no, understand. we're safe. Especially I don't understand the master plan. It was like, we're going to lure the... Okay, so what if I showed up me as Jim with like, I don't know, like 15 like gym rats or something with me and no females. And now your place is my place now. What, what was the game plan? Right. <laughs> well, they probably was- were cocky and thought we just killed them before they got there, you know, that, yeah. which is what they did with the walk with the with the infected, but that they <laughs> got that shit fucked up. But- Listen, I I hate the whole team. I hate the whole team. And I I thought it was interesting that of all of the men in uniforms, we see two black people, one of which is the zombie they have chained up outside. Because yeah. uh, usually I'm like, we need more brown people. But I'm like, you know what? This is this is some male nonsense. Go ahead and keep it white. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely felt like that dude was like a nod to Bub from um, Day of the Dead when they were like trying to convince Bub to, they're studying him just like that. But yeah, I definitely didn't want to see a black man in a yard with a collar around his neck. Like you could did yeah. that to anybody. You could did. There were two characters that I couldn't even tell apart. So you could did that with the other one. So <laughs> there was Listen. a bunch of them I couldn't tell apart. Like, yeah. Are you the, the? I knew the one that was in the apron. Mm-hmm. I knew the main dude, and I knew. Well, there was the guy that was like, we shouldn't be doing this. And they, they yeah, him with Jim. But <laughs> I confused the guy that Selena kisses and then the guy that ultimately wants to rape Selena. I kept confusing them. I felt like they're different. Yeah, they're different. Well, cheers to that. <laughs> so they could have put him in the yard and put a collar around his neck. And then the other only black character, he was hiding in a corner talking about I ain't got no bullets. First of all, that's poor planning. I don't know how the fuck you got your whole no. rifle and this whole thing. How'd you, you get in the military? No <laughs> I, as somebody who hates guns, if a zombie apocalypse pops off, I'm going to have bullets tucked away in my hair, behind my ears, like cigarettes, <laughs> like in the folds. <laughs> Bracelets, um, just like shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be wearing necklaces of bullets. I'm like, no, 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 not today. Yeah. <laughs> like, for him, they'd be like, I ain't got no bullets. I'm like, first of all, we being overrun. So, regardless if you got bullets or not, this corner is not going to help you. I don't know what's like, <laughs> right, right. He's just yeah. <laughs> sitting behind a stool. And like, I'm like, oh, man. So, but, but yeah. I, I definitely didn't like, oh, well, I guess we ain't at that part yet. But I was thinking about. Jim's progression, how he goes from just, you know, average Joe doesn't know anything, and then he becomes our G.I. Joe murdering badass. I do understand that, and I like the fact that they did that, but I felt like that kind of dialed back Selena's badassery. Like, well, and and this is kind of my hot take, but anyway, I I love that they kind of affected each other, Mm -hmm. because without Selena, he would have been fucking... Oh no! Yeah, in two seconds. Mm-hmm. And without him, I think Selena would have. I don't know that she, we would have seen her in the joy that we saw in the last scene, which we'll get to as as, as a whole other thing. Yeah. But like, because that was my hot take. Okay. I, <laughs> I feel like what has happened though is that because they need their lead to be white, because that's what yeah. Hollywood is. But people forget because like I've gotten into arguments people in the timeline where I'm like, oh yeah, Selena understood the assignment, mm-hmm. and they're like, Jim came around pretty fast though. And I'm like, oh, you know, we time to come around. It's fucking Selena. <laughs> right. No, for sure. Um, and right. so, she was going to be fine. She's going to make it. I knew off the top, yeah. this bitch is going to make it. I'm like, we're going to have a black woman at the end of this movie because she did not come here to play with you hoes. Mm-hmm. She keeps a machete minute, and she will cut anybody who even looks at her wrong. The minute she killed that one dude just because he got bit, I was like, okay, she good. Yeah. <laughs> she knows the second we met her, I was like, she has her shit together and she will not be infected. Yeah. Um, her hair was fierce. <laughs> She had a fierce haircut after 14 days <laughs> of no haircuts, I'm sure. Her hair was some stuff, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, that's a badass. I liked the look. I thought it was it was it was a choice. I liked it. She she made it what she could. <laughs> she there you did. go. Okay, yeah. I, she yeah. made it, she made it what she could. But but I think that because again, we don't ever think to give like more than one black person a speaking role. Mm-hmm. That's what sets this movie 
to kind of the shit slide because you end up with the only other two black people being in that army. One of them is chained up. Whereas Jim could have been black. Hannah and her dad could have been black. That's true. The guy she cut up because he got bit trying to save Jim's dumbass could have been black. We could have so many other black people. But they're like, who speaks the list? Then she would have to hack a black person to death too. Listen, I'd be less annoyed. I'd be less annoyed if we wouldn't have a white savior situation because like, Jim mm-hmm. comes in and we're supposed to be all like, oh no, he's gone rogue. Now he gets it. Now he's a monster. People become monsters in the zombie apocalypse. And it's like, um, he could go a little bit harder. These are a bunch of attempted rapists. Like, right. let's gouge some more eyes and behead some yeah. more fools. Right. This is pretty tame. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One one question I had, and I think this is kind of one of the few for me faults of the show of this movie is okay, so it's only been 28 days. And I get it. 28 days can seem like a very long time. But, like, why, number one, why is the dad, because going back to that conversation about Frank being so rude to Selena and, like, dismissing all of her, like, well, maybe we should just kind of coast for a little bit. We have what we need. You, you have what you need, blah, blah, blah. Why are we doing this? It's only been 28 days. Like, I would get it if you'd been there six months, a year, two years. Okay, Again, also with these guys, I promised them a woman. It's only been 28 days. Mm-hmm. I've gone longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> In this pandemic, I've gone so long that young Dick Nicholson started looking right. So, like, <laughs> I don't feel bad for them fools. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, the I, I felt like the 28 days progression of insanity was just, like, extremely, extremely too much, like... Jim's parents killing himself, Frank going all crazy, the army. Like, granted, they just had that in them. They were going to do that 28 days, 10 days. They were going to do that. So, but, like, yeah, a lot of the stuff were too much. Like, especially uh, Frank, like, going off on Selena. Like, he wasn't doing that to Jim. You, like, calmly explain shit to Jim. You're like, oh, you want to shave? Like, what? I don't understand this. (laughs) Listen, I caught that because I'm like, he's only talking to Selena this way. Let's unpack mm-hmm. your biases, go racist sir. I know um, was in the car, straight telling you, you dumb as fuck for driving through this tunnel, and you just like hold on. Like, oh, first of all, you ain't what the fuck happened? Which way? While I'm doing my stupid plan, okay. right? <laughs> and then what happened? You got the damn tire blew up, and you almost <laughs> got killed. And then mm-hmm. we found out Hannah works in NASCAR. That's what Woody found. <laughs> okay, I haven't thought about that. How the hell did Hannah learn to drive like such a badass? When she like goes drive one the car, the NASCAR changing the tire. Two at the gas station when she like and doesn't hit the, the gas tank. And number four at the end when she like backs up and gives the uh, asshole to the zombie. Like, yeah. how did she learn this? She's been stuck well, in an apartment for twenty eight days. I feel like. You know, over here, we drink at 21, so we, like, sneak out of the house at, like, 18 and 16. But over there, you get to drink and stuff at 18 or 16 or something. That's so true. Hannah's been sneaking out of the house a lot earlier, so she's probably been stealing that car. Uh-huh. She's going through it. <laughs> I, I like to also think before this shit happened, she was plotting her escape. And she's like, I'm going to roll out in these wheels. I'm not going to stay here with Frank. <laughs> I'm not staying here with him no more. Right? He probably yelled at him, like he'd be yelling at sleep. <laughs> right? Those damn dishes! Like, oh, this. <laughs> this lasagna's not warm enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, damn, this girl can drive. She's that's awesome. Get it? Like Get it. that, that was another old. reason why I did. I I love the eye gouging. Like that's probably like one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. But. Like the fact that they turned Hannah into and Selena into these like damsels in distress when they had all these badass moments when like even even when they got stormed, Hannah hiding behind that mirror. I was like, that's gangster. That's right. That is good. I can't and do she that. She was high while she did it. She had the presence of mind while being fucked up because she gave those pills so she wouldn't care anymore. She did so um, much when she was high. When I was high, I used to just sit there and stare off like. I, <laughs> I giggle and I go to sleep. <laughs> I might eat some Cheetos, but I'm not going to be like, let me hide behind this mirror and let me drive this car. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was like, I don't know if she had her toes on anything, which would make sense, but if she didn't, that's all upper body that was holding her up while the zombie's coming around. So. Right? Yeah. And if that mirror moves at all, the zombie's going to see it. 
Timeout. They were I, they were badasses. They need. I felt like Hannah and Selena should have broke a window, and they should have been out there, and he should have been like, oh, on his way to save them, but they already yeah. saved themselves. Or something. Yes. Yeah. The because yes. I could have seen both happening. Like you could have Jim's evolution to being the badass yeah. where he kills the dude in the car and all that people that are chasing him. But you could have done the same thing with Selena and Hannah, mm-hmm. letting them have their own agency. Yeah, that part didn't really yeah. jive. Like well, one character doesn't suffer for another character to succeed. You don't have to do that. Exactly. It feels very zombie land. I'm thinking of that because I listened to Girl That Scary the other day. Um, yeah. And they're talking <laughs> about how like they made like Wichita and her sister like the damsel in the stress at the end when they were kicking yeah. out. And all of a sudden they're going to go to a Ferris wheel. And turn on some lights and some sound and wait for them to come in and save them. And I'm like, who this for? That's true. That's true. Because yeah. they went that whole movie badasses. They were badasses before the apocalypse. Right. And then they decided they want to turn on a whole theme park and attract zombies. Like, it made no sense. I was so happy Jazz and Cat pointed that out because I have held that and yelled it for years. And everybody else is like, well, um, excuses. I'm like, no, 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 no. You have competent yeah. women or you don't have competent women. Which yeah. is it? And you can't tell, we watched Selena handle the dude that got bit, mm-hmm. who was much bigger than most of those army, army dudes, with nothing. Like, I mean, she, she handled him like it was, she was, it was pancakes. That's not a saying, but you get what I mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is now. It's going to be on a t-shirt. Anyway. Um, like pancakes. Like pancakes. She handled him like pancakes. Like anyway. Pancakes. Uh, but so she, I, she could have taken that. She could have took it. Took it, taken. She could have taken that dude that, that was trying to take her up the stairs. Yeah, have fought him. She could have I, beat the shit out of him. It really did feel like once they got to that, once you learned that they were just this little rape army, it felt like it was a different Selena. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. the character we were following yes. this whole time. One hundred percent. It was just, I don't know. It, it felt like a letdown. Felt like a letdown. Exactly, because we could have we could have done so much when that came out without what we tried to do here. Mm-hmm. Especially because her and Hannah have this bond now. Yeah, like Hannah and her are sisters, and like they could have figured out plans. They could have escaped. Um, they could have done other stuff, but instead it was like, oh no! Now that we know that these are men and they're trash, we're helpless. And mm-hmm. I don't like that narrative. Take these drugs, so like we're you like, don't care. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was so dumb. No, like, I. I would have loved a bit more something. And this is what happens, unfortunately, when you let dudes write these kind of things. You're just like, I'm going to add this in because I can. And it's like, but should you? Should you, Kenny? Right. So also another motivation thing that just did not make sense to me at all. I was like, why are you doing, why is this happening? When they're at the gas station and Selena tells Jim to stay stay close to her because she's got to protect his ass still. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's like, no, I'm going to go venture into this diner and see what the fuck's happening up in here. And I'm like, what are you doing? Are you looking for trouble? We're not playing munchkin here. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're doing. Going into this, which filled with dead bodies. Talking about, I'm like, we don't have cheeseburgers. I was going to slap you like, what? <laughs> the ladies like- walked over there and just. <laughs> I feel like he woke up and was like, I just have my privilege though, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, baby, no. You like, you was hunted. There there was a point where I was just kind of like, you know, Selena just need to take Hannah and y- y'all just need to go. Just <laughs> go be fine by yourselves. <laughs> I would have lived my best life had Selena and Hannah been the only survivors. <laughs> <laughs> that that is an alternate ending. Like he Jim dies in the hospital in one alternate ending, in the alternate ending, and then the original ending is just them living in the country. I'm good with like him to that. die. Yeah. I'm good with him to die. He's not necessary. <laughs> he wasn't necessary yeah. the whole movie. I like him dying, and then a shot of them like just living their best life. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere, and drinking mimosas, arm. and just sort of being like, "Fuck it, zombies are still here." <laughs> <laughs> Let's go plant some. Corn. <laughs> we'll have corn next crop period. Time. We'll have corn next season. <laughs> Hand crank sewing machine. Yeah, no, I would love that. But yeah, like because people are just, I don't know, maybe I'm just not that type of person. It's just like, I couldn't handle Frank yelling at me. 
And that whole cheeseburger thing, that was too smart for me. I don't, I don't like that. So <laughs> I would have been like, you know what? I would have left your ass while you were sleeping. <laughs> right, right. I, I feel like Selena, I as Selena, I would have back in at both them fools. But mm-hmm. I also feel like Selena and her the power dynamics of those two uh, those two specifically, that's the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Those two specifically, <laughs> it feels like when you're working at a PWI and you have to negotiate all this bullshit that don't make no sense. <laughs> and you're like, here's the logical way out. And they're like, no, we're not going to do it that way. My name's yeah. Linda. And it's like, okay, Linda, <laughs> but also Linda. the door is right there. So we could just exit this way. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, um, I did the well, DEI training. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Um, How- how did you all feel about the, for me, it felt forced. I didn't feel natural, but you know, how did you all feel about the like romantic thing that they tried to do between Selena and Jim? It felt weird to me. It felt like this doesn't need to be here. I don't, I just don't understand like what made her like like Jim. (laughs) Like, did you like Mark? Like, is it the last man on earth type thing? Then if that was the case, you just act smart to death. So I don't understand what's going on. Like, I, I, uh, we, oh my God, I hate society because society needs a romance story always because women can't just be out here being having agency and being independent. It's gotta be a man somehow attached to this bitch. Cause right. like she, she's again, machete wielding Selena. She's yeah. out here for survival. Mm-hmm. And now she's like, I don't know if it's really you or not. So I'm not gonna cut you. No. No, yeah, no. Right. I'll that tell you right here, right now. If it's a zombie apocalypse, you better announce yourself, or mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not responsible for what happens. And you, and everyone listening, if you've listened to our show at all, everyone knows I am a big romantic. I love cheese, but it's got to make sense within the characters that yeah. you've created and the storyline that is being told. So at this time. I feel like in their mind, and I'm projecting, I don't know what the the creators thought. I'm just trying to make sense of it in my own head. But maybe they thought, falsely, because I don't agree with this, but maybe they thought for them to be able to affect change in each other, which they wanted to have happen, they needed a romance. That doesn't need to happen. Friends affect people all the time. Mm -hmm. You don't need to have this romantic kissy, kissy, lovey, lovey to get that change within each other because you know each other. It's going to happen eventually anyways. Also, she didn't need to change. He did. He needed to change. I mean, she was. She was 100% right about what she said. Like, people people slow you down. So, sometimes she you ain't never lied. She, she's, in the movie, she told nothing but truths. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was all net. Like, so she didn't have to change. She had like, three truths and no lie. Yeah, That's she it. could give them the biggest I told you so because at the end of the day, Y'all should have stayed in that apartment. Like, listen. So. And if he if he can't listen to her without being in love with her, then that's a male problem, and he can go ahead and be dead. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for this shit. We in a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to hook up. I'm not like, oh no, I miss I miss whatever the apps are. It's been so long, y'all. It's been so long. <laughs> I'm, I'm not out here like I miss Tinder. Oh, I haven't swiped right on anybody in days. I'm like, I need to survive. I need food. I need yeah. alcohol because I'm not going to take this shit completely sober forever. <laughs> um, I need shelter. <laughs> and and this hasn't, can you, like, 28 days into this pandemic, I was nowhere near where they're at in this, at this, in this movie. Yeah. And granted, it, 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 it seemed to have moved a lot quicker. But <laughs> Like these soldiers, they didn't have families to go back to. None of y'all were married. Nobody wants to go check on their girlfriend before they decide to rape other people. Like something. Right. And it's it's always like that. Like for like I write post-apocalyptic fiction and in our realm, like you pick up a lot of books where it's just like guys start turning into these mass rapists and stuff like that. You never, you never see anything like, like something different, like the uh, Damien or something from like Friday After Next. You don't see him like a group of them raping some guys. You don't ever see that. It's always they're always attacking women. So right. it's just crazy. I do feel like, and again, like we've only done like a small sampling of zombie movies on this podcast, but the ones I've seen for this and outside of this, I feel like. Um, zombie movies specifically are still hung up on the idea of gender stereotypes. So therefore, women have to be damsel in distress at some point. 
if it makes no fucking sense, they have to be. Um, women also are gonna like worry about shaving under their arms and shit in the zombie apocalypse. They have to be presentable for the men. Um, which Walking Dead, you're bullshit. I've said it for decades. <laughs> I'm, I will not be stopping the zombie apocalypse to get like shaving cream and things to be like, I need to wear some like sleeveless things and I don't want you looking at me. Look at me. I'm trying to survive. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, and it's so frustrating because I feel like they especially for when they present when they put these men in here and they, you know, once the apocalypse happens or it's, you know, post-apocalyptic stuff happening, and they turn into these rapist monsters it almost makes it seem like that's like the root of men. And I don't think that's true. And I think that like, if I think it's true in the way society makes men out to be, but it should not be that way. And I don't know, there's a fine line to be walking there to show like, this is toxic masculinity, but like, let's not do that. (laughs) You know? I think a lot of people aren't raising their sons well, which is why rape culture is such the way it is. And so, like, I, again, I know for a fact you pack of dudes together, I know we're walking on that street. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way, too. So I get that sentiment when I do these in movies. But I also think that if we're going to keep doing this in movies, we got to include women because, like, you keep missing the mark. Again, um, like I was starting to like sort of meander towards, I think that zombie movies specifically are stuck on outdated gender stereotypes because men are going to like grow their hair and beards out and like be raggedy, but women are always together. Um, And we also never have people who exist outside of the gender constructs that we have in these movies. And I wonder if we could start doing some of that, if we have different conversations and if we have different people in these writers' rooms and different people producing them, if we would have something else aside from being like, well, these three events are going to happen. So here's this movie again. And and because it kind of like distills what it is to be a, a human, whether or not you identify as male, female, non-binary, any, any of the plethora of identities, into being like either two things. You're either feminine and put together or you're masculine and you have to do the right thing at all. You know, you have to do the the masculine thing and grow your hair out and chop down trees. I don't fucking yeah. know what I'm doing. <laughs> Whatever dudes do. But y'all get what I mean. And that's just, and for me, that's not me. And if I and I feel like in that situation, if I distilled myself to like the purest, most natural state of who I would be in that situation, I'm not that stereotype. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, why are we still doing that when that is not reality for a good portion of no matter if you identify as gay straight non-binary trans whatever even a straight man cisgendered man could distill down to something that isn't that masculine ideal you know what i mean because rick gonna be mad at me because i ain't chopping no wood (laughs) (laughs) i can't help you there i'm sorry right (laughs) I don't know how to handle that. I'll be staring right at him. That looked like a lot of work. I don't know. I'll be helping somebody <laughs> clean or do the dishes yeah. or cook something. I'm going to go yeah. down to the creek, do the laundry with them. Like, <laughs> I talk about we're going to go hunting. Like, eh. Y'all have to bring, bring, bring me something back. <laughs> no, but I, yeah, I just, I want more and I want different and we never get it because Hollywood gets stuck in her circles. Yeah. So it's just like, here's the factory. <laughs> this is the zombie apocalypse. These are the three events you can guarantee will happen. Good day. I definitely feel like like indie fiction. I've met a lot of like female authors who have been trying to make changes within the uh, genre and whatnot. And I've read some very good stories and some very powerful women. I've also like in in my stories. My stories tend to take place over like a small period of time, so they'll be like one to two days. And I've run into people that'll ask me like, "Where's uh, like, where's the sex and where's the romance and all this?" And I'm just, that's not me. Got time for that. The apocalypse, like, um, they trying to. You survive. didn't shower for 28 days. I just don't understand what's going on. Like, <laughs> listen, it, it reminded me. When Fear Street was happening, like Anthony Jerome was tweeting about how people just ran up this box and there ain't nobody fucking showering. <laughs> and it broke Twitter for a day. Oh. <laughs> and that's where I'm always at when I see these things. I'm just like, oh, y'all been running from zombies for three years and yeah. you're like, let's hook up tonight. 
What is it about tonight specifically? It's like they get somewhere safe and they're like, now's the time. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we, we say this, but I also think it's really funny because also anybody that listens to this know that I love trashy reality television. And when I watch Survivor, there's so many seasons where there's like these showmances that happen. And I'm like, why are you kissing him? He has not brushed his teeth in 30 days. Oh, no. No. <laughs> get, no, stop it. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to be sitting here like lip locking with wine tooth. I just, <laughs> I again, we got some ideas from these movies, and these movies need to go ahead and start correcting these shits because the rest of us are like, it's been time. It's like the thirties no right. more. And, and because I will say, the zombie genre is kind of quickly becoming so one of my second favorite subgenres because. It's just a lot of fun, usually. It's an adventure, survival. I enjoy that. I do wish all those things that we mentioned beforehand, not digging into stereotypes or having a plethora of different types of people in these films, is only going to benefit it, and I would really hope, and not to and not to diminish them. Because I feel like any time that you do in these movies, the few times it ever happens, you, when you get a more feminine man, they're looked at from the other characters as someone, oh, well, he can't, make it we'll just leave him behind or whatever he's not useful whatever and it's like that's frustrating because like i feel like i would be useful i'm just gonna stand up for myself <laughs> you could be on my team thank you <laughs> i love that journey for y'all i'll need to see skills in a resume for i know if y'all could join our squad <laughs> what you bringing to this table <laughs> i can cook it's gonna be like the Legion of superheroes. You can't do the same thing that someone else on the team could do. I don't need two cooks. Like, right, right. <laughs> I call the cook. Going through the list. I need a wood chopper. Can you chop the wood? Right. Nope, that's not me. I'll go to the next team. Maybe they need to cook. But yeah, it's like I I always say that the genre as a whole is always evolving and it's always just growing differently so i just i just pray that it's going to keep going and we're going to get more um representation we're going to get more complex stories like i mean some some things aren't for me like the girl with all the gifts like i love that representation i love the twisting and the stories and stuff but personally that's not my type of zombie movie i like like action and blood and like all that stuff. So I want my representation like like that. Like that. It's yeah. funny you said that because I fucking love the girl with all the gifts. Yeah. And originally I wanted that for this slot, but she wasn't streaming for free right now. So I was like, look at her next time. <laughs> laughed at me. She would have been like, oh, they think that movie. <laughs> oh, you're for him. You said zombies. And so we were like, next zombie coming up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, shall we get to hot takes real quick? Uh, yes. Let's get spicy. I think I talked about my hot take already. <laughs> <laughs> we always do. It's all right. it into a whole damsel in distress thing, and that was my big hot take. And just besides that, I definitely didn't like that they had the one black dude chained up like a dog. I don't even like. I have like theories about that because I feel like they didn't do that when he was a zombie. Like, part of me kind of thinks they chained him up when he was human and they turned him. Oh. Same. Like, yeah. Ooh, because okay. I don't see them, like, corralling him and putting a collar on him. I just don't, I don't see it working that way. Same. Because he's like, we knocked him out, so we chained yeah. him up. I'm like, so you just happen to have chains ready to go and you mm -hmm. happen to knock him out but didn't kill him? I feel mm -hmm. like they chained him up knowing they wanted to watch the progression of the virus and they dropped some blood in his mouth or something. And which is which is really sad because it's just kind of like that other brother yeah. was gonna live. They were gonna pass him off somewhere. And that's they another give him bullets. And that's another reason why if Jim had been black, that would have been less of a I'm upset about this moment. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. it, that it's so crazy how because we started this genre with Ben, a strong black hero, and then at some point they just started watering down everything and then everybody like looks to george romero but george romero has had strong black men and strong representation in all his movies 
and they're like, oh, well, I was inspired by George Romero, but your cast is all white. Where, what happened? Like, Hello. Selective learning much? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you pick and chose your lessons from George, yeah, apparently. Like, it's crazy. No, I, so like, my hot take is kind of similar. Well, it can roll into yours because I, I was upset about this black person but outside of Selena that gets the most screen time being a chained up zombie because there's a total of three black people in this movie. And again, I think that the femme characters are the most interesting. And so like, what if we hadn't been like cis white male about this movie? What if, what if Jim had been a woman? What if Jim had been a woman of color? What we could have had so many fun things happening had we just not defaulted to mostly white people and Selena. So again, like if you're defaulting to whiteness, you are missing so many things and causing so many problems in your own movie yeah. because like the way that we cast is what like affects this movie and is what makes it look differently. And it's not aging well, like it was ever going to yeah. <laughs> because nobody decided to try. They woke up and chose to not try. Yeah. But yeah. just putting, just putting a black man in chains here is just, that's just not, it's that. never going to be a good look. Like black people in chains is never going to be connected to anything. Let's like, retire that image. <laughs> yeah, you could have had him strapped down to a bed or something. You could have had him not black, which would have been the main thing. But, but this movie got so many white people, and we could have put one of them in the chains. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. So many white people. It was like discount white people. They stocked up like toilet paper <laughs> coming back from COVID. Like, <laughs> and we couldn't. We were like, no, that's too. I'm telling no. you, they could have grabbed rapist number two and made him that zombie because then I wouldn't have to confuse them. So listen, there you go. Listen. <laughs> that's still that's amazing. Anyway, I think those are two people. I'm still like I got it That blew anyway. my mind. I just watched this movie before we started recording, and I was like, they were two different people. <laughs> uh yeah, so for me, my hot take, which Sheree kind of hit on, I would Sylvester and I kind of hit on once the recording went on. Like most films. So maybe this isn't a hot take. <laughs> For me, the film characters are the most are the most interesting. Selena's evolution throughout the film as she continues to grow and change and be even better than she was at the beginning, which was already fantastic. So great and so fun and so interesting. And Hannah having to grow up super quick after her father got like obliterated in front of her eyes. Like so interesting and so to watch and powerful. And then to have them reduced to damsels in distress, to never even, to not even give them a way to rebound from that even. Because, I mean, they, they're damsels in distress. Jim saves them. I guess there's a few moments in there Selena's kind of a badass in that last, like, escape stuff. And then Hannah gets that last thing yeah. with the car. But, like, and then we just cut to now they're happy in the in the wilderness and pulling the, the thing that says help to try to get more army people around. I was like, about to say, I got a big problem with that one. Like, <laughs> I guess we trust military now. Like, after that whole that whole rape RB thing, I'm not talking to nobody for a good, like, two years. I don't need no new friends. I'm done. Like, <laughs> Yeah. No, like, this is our community now, the three of us, because we know, know the three of us are going to, like, try and shake me in my sleep or some shit. Right. So, like, that's what it is. But, so I want my hot take to be, I want a prequel of days one through 27, where we just follow Selena. <laughs> that would be fire. That would be good. That yes. would be good. I don't know why, like, 28 days later, didn't just pick up with them. Like, let me know what happened with them. Right. Or just Selena and Hannah. Like, you could have said Jim died. Um, Listen, you, fortune, you could have said Jim died. <laughs> Naomi Harris deserved more. Yeah, that's the tweet. That's the title. <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of the episode. <laughs> right. Naomi Harris deserved more. Yeah. Because without <laughs> Selena, we wouldn't have got Michonne because we already established that um, Walking Dead's been ripping this off. So you saw Selena and you're like, I'm going to make Selena, but with a katana. That's what <laughs> Right? Right? Yeah. They were... They're like, give her, give her a giant knife and give her this bad wig and let her go. <laughs> you leave her wig alone. It is bad. Ooh, Michonne's <laughs> wig is the real villain of that show. Fuck the zombies. Oh, like, they were like, put these loose braids on here and tie them out with a bandana. Let her go. All right. She's she fighting her hair and the undead. And I'm just, it's not okay. <laughs> I feel like the king zone is worse. The king's like white dreads. 
I feel like his is worse. Oh, I just got, in my rewatch, I just got to him and I t- completely forgot about him. So, <laughs> but yes, I completely agree. <laughs> it's one of those shows that suffers from not hiring black people to help out with hair. Because <laughs> you have black hair and wig people out here. I forget the name. I used to know the name of the wig people and I don't know more because that's where I'm at in this pandemic. Thanks, Amarion. But like, <laughs> You got them out there, but you won't hire them and you won't pay them. And so you have like Paula over here, like, this is what black people here look like, right? And it's like, Paula, this is yarn. The one actress from the Serena, the Chilling Tales of Serena, that she did her own hair. I was like, I was good. proud and I was also angry that she even had to do that. Right, right. That's what it's like in theater. Because in theater, they're just like, oh, wash your hair, just come in. Like, you don't want me to just wash my hair and come in. What do you want my hair to look like tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) You're right. All right. Well, that is our thoughts on, again, many things as we get to on Fear Street. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you, Sylvester, for joining us. It was so fun. We loved having you. Oh, I had a great time. Thank you for having me. Yes, we'll have to have you back on. Maybe we'll do a double episode with you and your wife. Hey, who knows? Yeah, y'all argue like that. That's fine. We (laughs) argue all the time, so just be like... (laughs) Double the fights, double the fears. (laughs) 2022. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, and also thank you everyone for listening. Next week, we'll be covering Little Monsters with the lovely Kenya Ann Hall. I did not realize we started off with two zombie movies this month. (laughs) We just planned this, y'all. It's okay. I wanted little monsters. I didn't get a choice. <laughs> Listen, I, I did not know we started out with two zombie movies, but you know what? It's fine because we're just celebrating movies where black people actually make it to the fucking end of the movie. <laughs> That's all we can ask for in this February because we get 28 days to celebrate all few of these movies. Oh, that's, um, <laughs> that's true. We started it. That's weird. I didn't think about that. We got to look at for secret themes because we're like loose theme, and then we're like, oh, are we doing back to back this? Like uh-huh. last month, we did Korea every other week, and I'm like, we could have, we could have bookended or something because that's weird to be like back in America, back to Korea, back in America, back to Korea, <laughs> whiplash and traveling miles. <laughs> we yeah, we got our uh, our flyer miles. That's what that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Thank you, Sylvester, and thank you, everyone, for listening. And as always, make sure you stay fierce out there. Bye.